Hello, this is Seth Martin Wick from Assurance in Action. You're about to listen to myself and David Mule discuss the ISO 37001 Anti-Bribery Management System Standard. But first, I would like to mention our upcoming complimentary overview webinar on ISO 37001. On Wednesday, October 31st at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, Charlie Clark, Intertech's America's Risk Program Manager, will be conducting a webinar on the Anti-Bribery Management System Standard, ISO 37001. Bribery and corruption are inherent risks for any organization. ISO 37001 details the requirements and guidance to establishing and maintaining an effective anti-bribery management system. The ISO 37001 Anti-Bribery Management Systems, ABMS, certification is designed to mitigate bribery risk for any size or type of organization and can integrate seamlessly into an organization's existing management systems. If you would like to learn more about how ISO 37001-2016 will add value, mitigate risk, and prepare your organization for a sustainable future, register today. The link to the webinar registration page will be in the description of this podcast, and you may find the page as well on the Knowledge and Education section of intertech.com. And without further ado, here is Episode 11 of Assurance in Action, ISO Insights. ISO 37001 with guest David Newell. Hello and welcome. This is Assurance in Action, the podcast of your total quality assurance provider, Intertech. Today, our topic is the ISO 37001-2016 standard. Our guest is David Mule, Business Assurance's Vice President of Global Business Development. David, thank you for sitting with me today. Thanks, Seth. Look forward to it. David, could you tell me a bit about your background with ISO standards in the industry? Sure. Uh, like most others, I started out uh, as an auditor uh, in the early days, in the early 90s, working on ISO standards and then migrating through the, the different areas. Uh, my work experience came in play with automotive and aerospace, and so that led into the original QS9000, TS16949, VDA 6.1, and then into aerospace and the AS9100 series of standards. Uh, since then, I've been in working with a number of uh, organizations and moving, actually moving my education and experience more into the risk portfolio, uh, the 22301, the 55001, uh, 37001, as we are going to talk about today, and a number of the other standards. Um, as we see the industry evolve, a lot of the standards are are encompassing the risk concept uh, as many of the changes you've seen lately so that's what I've been focusing on for the last uh, 10 years. Great. Uh, so today our topic is ISO 37001-2016. So ISO 37001 according to the International Organization for Standardization in, in Working Groups uh, is the standard dedicated to anti-bribery how is bribery defined by the standard? Uh, bribery is defined as the offering, promising, giving, accepting, or soliciting of an undue advantage of any value. It's important to stress any value, which could be financial or non-financial, directly or indirectly, and irrespective of the location or locations, in violation of applicable law as an inducement or reward for a person acting or refraining from acting in relation to the performance of that person's duty. So it's something that can actually alter 
your approach based on uh, perceived uh, advantage or being perceived as gaining some monetary or non-monetary value that actually impacts your uh, decisions and uh, personal uh, activities. Who is ISO 37001 designed for and how can it affect and benefit them? Well, that's a good question. Basically, the requirements of 37001 2016 are generic and are intended to be applicable to all organizations or even parts of the organizations. So we've had some organizations come to us where they would like to have specifically their corporate group looked at for 37001 uh, as being a part. And really it's regardless of type, size, and nature of the activity and whether in the private, public, uh, or not-for-profit sectors, it really doesn't matter. Uh, it's one of the few unique standards that actually can touch all industries. And if you think about what we have today, we have automotive, aerospace, and medical uh, as an example, but 37001 cuts across all of them, it's, it's, and it's intended to. However, there's some important notes that we should uh, pay attention to. That 37001 is applicable to bribery, only bribery. Okay? It sets out requirements, provides guidance for a management system designed to help an organization prevent, detect, and respond to bribery and comply with anti-bribery laws and voluntary commitments applicable to its activities. So you can think about the plan, do, check, act model. It follows the same premise. 37001 does not specifically address fraud. And that's, we have to be clear on that. Cartels and other antitrust uh, competition offenses, money laundry or other activities related to corrupt practices uh, are not included, okay, are not included in the scope of the management system. What are some struggles that companies face when adopting the ISO 37001 standard? Uh, how should companies preparing to incorporate the standard prepare to face these challenges? Yeah, that's a, a very common question, and it's not specific to 37001. You can ask this question of almost every standard, and <clears throat> the answer is always the same. You will only have success if you have top-level management commitment, and the most senior level of commitment, where they walk the talk. You know, uh, additionally, we need so, you, you, the organizations will need some training. Uh, on the on the standard itself to understand better what the context is and that for mature organizations that already have a management system that may be limited just to the core elements of the requirements uh, as opposed to doing the whole uh, standard itself but again if you don't have management top-level management commitment and you try and push up from the bottom it it it's really short-term results you need the long-term sustainability only comes when you have top management engagement. And what a lot of organizations actually do is they start first by training their senior levels of management on the requirements. How do you see organizations using ISO 37001 now? And uh, where do you see the standard going in the future? Yeah, at, at this point uh, in its development, I see this as a competitive advantage for an organization. Um, strategic advantage, uh, especially when you're dealing with uh, quotes and to demonstrate some due diligence on their behalf that uh, they've taken a proactive measure to address any kind of concerns related to uh, anti-bribery. But really going forward in the future, uh, given the 
the nature of what's happening in the industry and things that are coming to light uh, with risk mitigation and brand uh, protection, you're really going to see this as a, become a contractual requirement, uh, a requirement of doing business from organizations. We're already seeing it now. Governments in some parts of the world have mandated on their RFQs that uh, you be compliant to the intent of 37001. So it's only a matter of time before it becomes mandated as a, a management system standard that you have to implement. Thank you, David, for your time in sitting down with me today. And thank you for listening to another episode of Assurance in Action. Uh, for more information on ISO 37001, please visit intertech.com. Also remember to subscribe to stay up to date on all Assurance in Action episodes.